then followed the second Persian expedition. The Persians had no idea of being wrecked on Mount Athos again, and so they sailed straight across the sea to Euboea. Help us, the Eritreans begged of Attica, and the Athenians sent them troops. They would probably have sent many more had they not learned that the Eritreans were not united. Some were ready to fight to the death, but others only waited for a good chance to betray the city to the Persians, and so win a reward from King Darius. It was not of much use to help such people, and therefore the Athenians went home. The Eritreans fought for a while, then one of them betrayed the city, and now that was in the hands of the Persians. There would be no trouble in conquering Attica, the Persians thought, so they put chains on their captives, who were to be sold as slaves, loaded them into the vessels, and sailed across the straits to Attica. They had on board a man who knew the country well, for it was Hippias himself. The plain of Marathon is the best place to land, he had said. It is wide and level, and gives good space to use the cavalry. So on Marathon the Persians landed. The mountains looked down calmly upon the thousands of soldiers, and Hippias dreamed of being again tyrant of Athens. But all this while the Athenians were not idle. From each one of the tribes that Cleisthenes had formed, one thousand men had come, armed and ready for battle. Just beyond the borders of Attica was Plataea. Athens had defended Plataea from Thebes, and Plataea was eager to return the favor. Therefore, through one of the narrow mountain passes, there came marching one thousand Plataean soldiers to help their good friends, the Athenians. The Spartans, too, wished to help drive away the Persians, but they believed it unlucky to start the war during the five or six days before the full of the moon. And before the full of the moon had come, the Battle of Marathon had been fought. The most we know of the battle is that the Greeks were drawn up in line in front of the hills. The Persians were between them and the sea. Off the shore were the ships and the chains in which the Greeks were to be carried away as slaves if they lost the battle. There were ten times as many Persians as Greeks. But the Greeks were united, and they were fighting for their homes and their freedom. Miltiades, who had urged destroying the Danube bridge, was general. He gave the command. The Greeks rushed forward at full speed and charged the Persian lines. It is no wonder that the invaders stared and for a moment almost forgot to fight. They are madmen, the Persians cried. See them charged with no bowmen and no cavalry to protect them? Then the two lines met in deadly combat. The Greeks were strongest in the wings, the Persians at the center. Near the end of the battle, the Greek wings routed the Persian wings, but the Persian center broke through the Greek center. Then the Greek wings faced about and burst upon the Persians, and the Persians ran across the plain and down the slope of the shore. They splashed through the shallow water and clambered onto their vessels as if fiends were after them. They might almost as well have been chased by fiends as by those angry Greeks, who rushed on in mad pursuit through the water and even up to the very gunwales of the Persian ships. Fire! Fire! they shouted. Bring us fire to burn the galleys! Before the Persians could get away, the Greeks had captured seven of their vessels. The invaders had gone, but there was not a minute for rest or rejoicing, for the fleet was sailing directly south. Athens! Athens! They will attack Athens! was the cry. The weary troops marched straight to Athens and encamped on the banks of the Ulysses. And when the Persians found that the city could not be taken by surprise, they turned about and went home. Then was the time for rejoicing. 
In one way, Marathon was only a little battle. That is, no large number of men were engaged in it. In another way, it was one of the greatest battles of the world. For if the Greeks had not conquered, the brave, proud, liberty-loving people would have become the slaves of the Persians. Miltiades was the great man of the hour, and the Athenians could not do enough for him. The Spartans had come at a forced march, hoping to be in time for the battle. Now they could only go to the plain of Marathon, gaze upon the prisoners and the tents full of treasures, and praise the valor of the Athenians. But how should honor be shown to the valiant warriors who had saved their country? It was the custom of the Greeks to bring home for burial the bodies of those who had fallen in battle. But of the heroes of Marathon they declared, Let them lie where they fell. Their bodies shall never leave the place of their deeds of valor. So on the plain of Marathon they buried the Greeks who had been slain. They raised over them a mighty mound of earth, and on the mound they planted ten stately marble pillars, whereon was written the name of every Athenian who had fallen in resisting the barbarians. Another great mound was raised in honor of the Plataeans. Here, too, pillars were raised, inscribed with the names of the heroes, even of the slaves who had died for the salvation of Greece. Marble columns pass away, they fall and are broken, they are shattered by earthquakes, they are carried to other countries. But a mound of earth remains, and the mounds on the plain of Marathon may be seen to this day. There is, too, another memorial, for in the little villages thereabout the people sometimes waken in the night and fancy that through the stillness they can hear the neighing of horses, the groans of wounded men, and the mighty shouts of victory. And as they stand and peer into the darkness, they imagine that they can see the shadowy forms of the men who fought at Marathon. Summary The Asiatic colonies to the east of Greece were called Ionia. They were conquered by the Lydian king Croesus, then fell into the hands of Cyrus, king of Persia. Cambyses, and after him Darius, wished to enlarge the Persian Empire. Darius tried to conquer the Scythians and failed, but made many other conquests in Thrace and Macedonia. Ionia revolted against Darius and was aided by the Athenians. Darius sought revenge on the Athenians, but his fleet was wrecked on Mount Athos. So ended the first Persian expedition. In the second Persian expedition, Darius's ships sailed straight to Euboea, and then aimed at Attica. He was defeated in the Battle of Marathon. The heroes of Marathon were honored by mounds of earth and pillars raised on the battlefield.